Hey everybody, this is Michael Mann from Michael Mann Security Services, and this is a podcast dedicated to helping you protect the people and things you love most. And remember, it's about prevention, not response. Well, we live in a day and age when, unfortunately, churches have to deal with security issues in ways that we've never had to deal with before. Uh, shooters, unfortunately, it happens. We've seen it, um, for instance, in South Carolina with Dylan Roof. That was the kind of one that kind of blew the story off of, of churches and shootings. And then we saw what happened down in, um, uh, I think it was Sandy Springs, Texas. Uh, Sutherland, Sutherland, Sutherland Springs, Springs Texas, yep. yeah. Um, and so we're seeing more of this. And then there's lots of other things besides shooters that churches have to deal with, too. So church security is at a lot of, um, a lot of pastors and church leaders' minds. I want to I get into that for this episode here. Mike, what questions or concerns should church leadership address? Yeah. So uh, the first one that comes up with church security teams are functions. Why do you believe that you need a church security team? So it's just like anything else. We talk about protection measures. We know what we're trying to protect, but if we decide to buy a system, uh, put people on post, build some sort of an organization or team, why is it you need that? That's the first question to answer. And uh, there's a couple uh, reasons behind that. Number one, you know, what, what resources is that going to take, you know, from us? Or what's, what resources will it take for us to implement that? Two, uh, just some legal stuff we need to think about, like insurance. Uh, you know, if, if I, uh, as a church, decide to take volunteers and they, let's just say we arm them, well, the insurance company has to know that. And more than likely, your premiums are going to go up. Mm-hmm. And so do you have the resources to do that? So first question is always, why are we going to do this? And then, of course, the next question is, what, what resources is this going to take? And do we have those resources? What does that mean? Start with the why, work your way to the how. Yes, exactly. Yeah, okay, so that's good. And I know a lot of pastors who are going to be listening to this are going to be asking themselves the, the how question first. Well, how do I go about it? Well, ask yourself the why first. Yeah. Start, start with the why. Exactly. Um, well, then let's go to the the do question. Then. Yeah. We'll go from why to how to do. Do we need guns at church? So uh, that's really two questions. So uh, one question I always get, uh, the second question I usually get from a church is, should we tell people at our church not to carry? So not people as part that are acting as part of the security team or function, but our congregation, because... A lot of folks here in Tennessee, when they go to church, they have a gun with them. The question or the answer that I always give is no, not unless you believe that that person's a threat for whatever reason. So, you know, should people carry at church or should you allow that? Absolutely. Now, that's up to the church. That's a private business. You guys decide to do whatever you want. But the first question is on the congregation, I would allow them to carry. The second question that always comes up is, do I arm the church security team? Again, and you guys have heard this from me before, the most important thing is preventative techniques first, not response. So if uh, when I get I feel the question, like I've heard that before. Yeah, no, yeah. It's about <laughs> prevention, not response. Right. So the next question, do we need to arm the, the security the security team or function? My my first answer to that is always preventative measures first. Teach them what they're looking for, teach them where they need to stand, how that happens, how to do that. That's what's going to keep you out of trouble. That is what's going to prevent the problem. And then once you've got that function in place, then you can start going down the road to ask the question, do we need to arm the security team? Oh, I I think that makes sense. You know, the flip side of that feels like a bunch of ushers running around looking to shoot people. 
Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that fits right into the church. Right? Yeah, that seems gospel centered there. I'm sure Jesus would be very pleased with that, you know. He there's a phrase somewhere in the Bible, go into all the world and shoot the visitors. Um, <laughs> somewhere. Something yeah, like so, that. Yeah, something like that. I'll have to look up which version that one is. Yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously train the people first and then add on weaponry later with the training. Absolutely. absolutely. Security is all about prevention, not response. I mean, response is a function in security. But the but the the idea behind secure the security function is prevention. Seeing a problem before it becomes a problem. Let's talk about then the the, the population of the church, the congregation. Yeah. Um, when can they carry guns at church? Yeah. So in the state of Tennessee, unless the church posts a sign that meets the requirements in the Tennessee Code annotated under Title Thirty Nine that tells uh, specifically when someone cannot carry a weapon, if there's not anything posted and the church doesn't communicate it, uh, if you have a carry permit. You can carry whenever you want. So it's treated just like any other business as far as signage. Absolutely. Now, for the church security team, um, kind of the same, except there's some. There's going to be some differences for your insurance company. But if you decide in the state of Tennessee you have a volunteer, your church, and you have a volunteer security team, the only requirement to carry as a security volunteer is going to be a carry permit. I would suggest uh, suggest that there's a pastor or pastors or administrators from churches listening today. You need to go beyond beyond that requirement. You need to look at a, a different standard. But that's the only thing that's required for the congregation and for that security function under the law is a carry permit. That's simple and straightforward. Very simple, very straightforward. That's why I love the state of Tennessee. Uh, well, well, yeah, I mean... Tennessee's good on just about everything. Exactly. One of many reasons. Seriously, yeah. <laughs> I was talking to somebody about that the other day, how Tennessee is just, I mean, when it comes to just about everything. It's awesome. Tennessee's just light years above it's, most other it, states. It's, it's awesome. Second only That's to Texas. Secret. Oh, I don't know about that. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> Get off your podcast. Get out of here. Um, what, what kind of equipment should a security team have? I mean, we've talked a little bit about being aware of people and, and looking for suspicious activity. We briefly mentioned carrying handguns. I mean, what sort of equipment should a security team be surrounded with? Yeah, basic stuff, something to communicate with. If, you, um, if you've got a number of security, uh, folks on your team and they're uh, different parts of the building or the property, they're gonna, if they're not in line of sight, obviously they need to uh, have communication with each other. Some sort of a radio system or walkies. some sort of... Yeah, walkies or like a, an app on the phone like Voxer. Right. So what is Voxer? So Voxer is an app that you can load on your phone. There's two types. There's the there's the free Voxer, which allows a certain number of downloads or licenses. Uh, and then there is the corporate version, which is not very expensive, and it allows you to download, I believe it's an unlimited number of, uh, of folks on that app. What does it do? So what it does, you use your iPhone or your Android, and you can you it turns your uh, iPhone or Android uh, into a walkie-talkie. Now... Limitations for that are obviously you're going to have to have really good cell service. If you don't, you're going to have communication issues. But if you don't have a budget, you're not able to go buy walkie-talkies, um, then it's a good uh, it's a good uh, thing to look at. So walk me through. I've never even heard of this. Walk me through how that works then. I mean, because if it's a walkie-talkie, why not just make a phone call? I mean, what's what do you get? Oh out? yeah, yeah, sure. What so, do you get now? The walkie-talkie yeah, you know, app. Yeah, the walkie-talkie app is very quick. So what you can do along with Voxer... Do you like you hold can, down a button on the screen? So so you can, but there are some push-to-talk... Um, devices that you uh, could put on? Devices that you can... They're like 20 bucks on Amazon. Yeah, like so those usher things that go yeah, along the sleeve yes, of the jacket you can push absolutely. with your fingers. Yep. I've so, seen those. So yeah. like a push-to-talk that's... Uh, 
It can, you know, you can tuck into your shirt. Yeah. Uh, you can clip some of them clip to your lapels, and you just come up and, and push the button or push the push the top push to talk. And so that's connected to your phone, Bluetooth, or plugged into the dongle or the dangle absolutely. Or whatever it is. And then and then what? You just push it, and suddenly everybody in their ear gets. What you're, what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, a little bit, yeah, like a nanosecond of delay, but yes, you can communicate with each other. Yep. It's it's used in, uh, so uh, some of you folks know. You don't I even need in, to buy equipment. You don't have to buy anything. And there is a free app, a free portion of Voxer. A lot of executive protection folks that uh, do executive protection throughout the country, they don't have the budget or don't have the ability to have a walkie-talkie on every assignment. They use Voxer. The irony of that executive protection, you don't have the money to. to, to <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and hey, there's some independent That's agents, right? Up. That go, they go places and maybe they're, uh, maybe it's one, uh, maybe they're by themselves or maybe they're working with someone that they don't know that happens. So yeah. if uh, you're licensed in other states and you're doing full time protection work, you might work with a team that you don't know. You might be thrown into something. You take a three day job because you're working. And the communication equipment you don't isn't have there. The stuff. You don't have it. So download Vox or download the how, app. Again, how many on the free version can have it in a team? Uh, you know, I don't. I don't want to. I want to say it's up to like twenty. Oh, that's and still a lot. Yeah, though. it's a lot of folks. I mean, that's yeah. more than most people's ushering yep. staffs. Yep, it's a lot. So, wow. uh, and then there's the corporate version, and I think it's less than like two hundred bucks a year. It's not expensive. So if you don't have a walkie-talkie or have the budget. That's that's the first thing you can do. That's awesome. Well, what I'm taking away from this is it's super cheap. It's yeah. super easy. Yeah. And it's it's not one of these things you have to be nervous about and say, how are we going to do this? Yeah, no, absolutely not. That's first awesome. thing I First thing I suggest when people start asking about equipment, you got to be able to talk to each other. Communication awesome. is key. Yep. Cool. It's the Michael Mann Podcast. Check him out. He's on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. We'll see you next time. <laughs>